0: Welcome to Becoming Mind Strong, the official podcast of Mind Strong Fitness. My name is Rachel. I'm the owner and head coach of Mind Strong Fitness, and I am here to teach you truth. No more bullshit, no more point systems, no more shakes, no more wraps. This is math and science, and we're going to learn how to do it together. Ready? Let's rock and roll. Welcome to episode 10 of Becoming Mind Strong. We have officially hit double digits, so thank you for being here with me. Today we are talking about intuitive eating, and this is such a buzzword in the health and fitness industry, and it's such an interesting topic because there's so many good intentions behind it. But so many unrealistic expectations, and we're going to dive into that today. Now, before we get into intuitive eating, I want to be very clear that there is a difference between intuitive eating and mindful eating, at least by my definitions. We're going to do a whole podcast on mindful eating. To me, mindful when we talk about mindful eating, we're talking more about paying attention to our bodies, paying attention to when we crave certain foods, and using that as cues to make better choices. When we talk about intuitive eating, what we're talking about is listening to our bodies in terms of when and what to eat. So I want to start by saying this. I think that intuitive eating is a beautiful goal to work for. I think that in an ideal world, if we were living in in nirvana right now, we would all eat intuitively. We would all be able to tap into the spirit of our bodies and only eat when we're hungry and our bodies would be able to comp- communicate with us and tell us exactly what nutrients it's missing. You, It, it would tell you exactly which fruits and vegetables to eat so that you could get whatever vitamins and minerals your body needed in this moment. this That would be an ideal world, right? We wouldn't eat just for for pleasure or for emotional purposes. We would eat for the purpose of fueling our body and always giving our body exactly what it needs. That sounds fantastic. That sounds ideal to me. The problem is this, and, and this is my concern with when people's advice is eat intuitively we can train our bodies fairly easily. We can train our bodies for anything, good or bad, right? We talked about this when we talked about habits in a past podcast episode. If, if you have gone every day, consciously or unconsciously, if you've gone from work to your car to your couch, your brain has literally wired that as a habit. And now you don't have to think twice about it. It's just become part of you. It's become part of what you do in a day. And your body has been trained. You have literally trained your body to say, you know what, this is something we're doing consistently. And in return, your brain has formed a neurological connection and it has cemented that neurological connection to become easier and easier and easier until it became a habit, until it became a part of you. And it's done that same process for every area of your life, including and especially your nutrition. So at this point in your life, if you have trained your body often unconsciously that every Tuesday night is the night that you go to McDonald's then guess what's going to happen Tuesday morning Tuesday morning your mind your body is already receiving these signals of ooh tonight is is fast food night and you're getting cravings and and your mouth is watering in, in t- anticipation of all the salt you're about to have and your body if you were simply listening to what it's telling you if you were quote unquote eating intuitively well, right now, your body is telling you that what it needs is McDonald's. Now, I don't care how much or how little you know about nutrition. I think we can all agree that your body does not need McDonald's. There is very, very little, I would I would venture to say no, nutritional value in the food that you're getting that, that's, that is that processed. So if we're going to simply listen to our body, if we're going to simply eat intuitively based on the messages our body is telling us... The problem with that is that we're not living in that ideal nirvana world. We're living in a world that we have designed. We're living in a world where we have trained our body, often unconsciously, to crave foods that don't serve its greatest good right? The reason you're craving McDonald's is not because your body needs the nutrients in McDonald's, the non-existent nutrients. It's because you have developed a pattern. You've developed a neural connection in your brain telling you it's Tuesday and Tuesday equals fast food night. So does that mean that eating intuitively is a far off nirvana only goal that is never attainable? Absolutely not. What we have to do is we have to take a step back, Right, the, the path is not A to B. It's not where we are and, and step B is intuitive eating. There's a middle ground there. There's point A, which is where we are. There's point B, which is training our body to crave what, what it actually needs. And then we can get to point C, which is intuitive eating. I am a huge fan of macronutrients. We've talked about this in past episodes. We're not going to get into a deep dive of what macro tracking entails. The short version, you can go back and listen to the other podcast episodes where we dig more into it, but the short version is when you track macros, it's like budgeting your money. If I gave you $100 to spend, told you you can buy whatever the hell you want, as long as you spend those $100, that's what we do with your macros. Your macros are your carbs, your fat, your protein. And when you track macros, you have a certain number of carbs, fat, and protein to quote unquote spend each day. Within that spending, within that budget, we want to make nutritious choices the majority of the time. Nutritious meaning nutrient-dense food. We talked about this in a past episode where we talked about quote unquote good or bad foods. It's not good or bad. It's empty calories, not much nutritional value or nutritious foods, ones that have a lot of vitamins and minerals. So when we track macros, we're we're budgeting our carbs, fat, and protein, making nutritious choices the majority of the time. The reason, as we've talked about at length, the reason I'm such a fan of macro tracking is because it's not based on restriction. You can eat the foods you love as long as you're hitting your goals. There's no more foods that are completely off limits. But the other reason I love macros that we haven't talked about yet, and that's what we're going to dive into today, is that what you're actually training your body to do is to eat intuitively. There's some people who are happy tracking macros forever? I'm one of those people, at least until this point. I'm, I'm not gonna say forever because I, I don't like to make sweeping, sweeping statements like that. But I have tracked macros for years. I'm happy to do it. I don't see an end in sight. To me, it's not that much work. And the control that I feel over my nutrition is worth the little bit of work that I do put in each day. For me, the point of tracking macros is to take control of my nutrition. That's why I do it. But for a lot of people, Macros are not the be all end all. Macros are a stepping stone and they're a stepping stone to eating intuitively. And there's two ways where it's doing that. The first thing is because when you track macros, when you have your macro numbers, if they've been figured out correctly by a good coach who knows what they're doing, or you've invested the time and knowledge to learning how to do it correctly, what we are doing is fueling our body in the correct proportions our bodies, the way they were designed as human beings are designed to have a certain amount of carbs, fat, and protein. There's no blanket statements. There's no blanket percentages. Part of it is very personal and learning what works for your body, but our bodies were all designed to have a certain amount of carbs, fat, and protein to function at its best. So when you track macros, part of the process is learning what works best for your body, Finding what proportions of carbs, fat, and protein hits that sweet spot that work best for you. So you're learning how to fuel your personal body so that it runs at its best. And that's step one for intuitive eating, right? We can't eat intuitively until we're eating in a way where our body is functioning at its highest capacity. The second thing macro tracking does is it makes us so much better at seeing portion sizes. And to me, this is one of the most interesting parts of macro tracking to stand back and watch. When people come to me and say, I'm eating healthy, but I'm not losing weight. ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time is you may very well be eating healthy, but if you're eating too much of those healthy foods, you're still going to gain weight because fat loss, as we know by now, fat loss comes down to calories in versus calories out. That's it. So whether you're eating too many calories in donuts or too many calories in apples, you're getting more nutrition from the apples, but they're still calories. It's still calories in versus calories out. So then the next step is paying attention to how much you're eating. And this is step one. When I work with macro coaching clients, the first five days of our coaching together, we don't change a thing. The only thing they do is start tracking their food. That means they start weighing and measuring their food and inputting it into an app and to me, this is the most eye-opening part. It's like when I used to teach in middle school and I would see the light bulb go off in kids' heads, Like that's the best. That's why we teach for many of us. And it's the same thing with this process. When people come back to me and say, holy crap, I had no idea this is what I was eating. There's nothing wrong with that. None of us know what we're eating, right? You don't know until you put it out on paper or you put it into an app, but then there's no denying the facts. It's right there. We can see that what we thought was just a handful of almonds turned out to be three servings of almonds, right? We thought that we were just taking a a, a serving of rice, but if we weigh it out, we see that was actually four servings of rice, right? Pasta is a huge one. Pasta people think I'm just going to have some pasta, but then when they weigh it, they're like, holy crap, that was a serving of pasta. That was not what I was eating. So how are we supposed to eat intuitively? How are we supposed to to listen to our body and just nourish it the way it was meant to be if we don't understand the portions that we're actually putting into our body? And the way that we learn that, the stepping stone from where we are to the ultimate goal for some of us intuitive eating is by learning the process, right? It's like riding a bike. You're not gonna go from never having stepped on a bike to riding with no hands and doing pop wheelies and doing flips off a ramp. That's just not how it works. There's a middle ground, there's a middle step first. You get on the bike, you learn to ride with two hands, you learn to steady it, and then you can start doing the tricks. And it's the same thing here. When I see people suggesting eat intuitively, it, it's a great thought. It's a great goal, but it is not realistic to go from where we are to right there. First, we have to learn how to fuel our body properly. We don't know what our body needs because the only thing it's responding to, the only messages it's giving you right now is based off the way that you have trained it consciously or unconsciously. And usually it's unconsciously. So first we need to take control of how we're fueling it in the right proportions of carbs, fat, and protein. And secondly, we need to get better at understanding portion sizes. We need to know what we're actually putting into our body until this becomes second nature to us. And that's exactly what happens next. After you've tracked macros for for months, I can't say how long for sure because it's going to be different for different people. Some people get this right away. Some people it takes a few weeks until it locks into place. But let's say for you, it took you six months and now macros are completely second nature to you. You can, you can plan out your day. You can add new foods into it without second thought. You are the, the queen or king of macros. Now, now you get to make a choice. Do you want to keep tracking macros or do you have the confidence now to listen to your body? Do you know and trust, and trust is a big part of this. Do you trust that your body is going to honestly tell you, I'm low right now? I need some, I need some fuel. I need some good nutrient-dense fuel, and I'm going to tell you exactly how much I need, and I'm going to tell you when I'm full, and I'm going to give you the correct signals that are coming from a place of being in tune, not based of old unhealthy patterns. And that is a process. And it's a choice. You might choose to continue doing macro tracking, or you might say, you know what? I got what I need out of it. I have trained my body, and now it's time to move on to intuitive eating. So yes, I agree that intuitive eating is a beautiful, beautiful goal to work for. I also think it's exactly that. It's something that needs to be worked toward. It is not something we can just wake up and do. There's a a middle ground there that we need to address first. We need to learn how to fuel our body in in the correct proportions, and we need to train our body to actually crave the food that it was designed to process, not the foods that, that we have literally wired our brain to crave, whether it's good for us or not. So if your ultimate goal is to eat intuitively, it's a fantastic goal. I highly suggest it if you feel that that's a match for you. But what we need to understand is that there's a process to get there. We need to first get our bodies back to a place where they are actually craving the food that it was designed to crave, not the food that we've trained it to. And we need to learn to fuel it in the correct proportions. Your body can't tell you what it actually needs. If it doesn't know, and at this point it doesn't know because what it's telling you is what you've trained it to do. So I'm not telling you not to eat intuitively. I'm not telling you that that it's not a good way to approach nutrition. What I'm telling you is that there's a step before we can get there. First, we need to take control of our nutrition. First, we need, in my opinion, track macros. Get used to to getting your body eating in correct proportions, understanding how to fuel your body the way it was designed to be fueled. Once you've got that under your belt, then if you want to release some of that control, if you want to start listening to your body more, then and only then will you be in a place to truly listen to your body and start eating intuitively. For more information on MindStrong Fitness, visit www.mindstrongfitness.com.